Good morning, listeners. Thank you for staying with us here for our last segment of today's Real Presence Live. I'm Amanda Ellerkamp, joined by my co-host, Mike Kitarowski. We are broadcasting live from the Trinity High School Fisher Commons in Dickinson, North Dakota, the Diocese of Bismarck. Happy to have you with us this morning uh, and happy to have... Uh, live with us, I'm going to say in studio, in, in the studio. commons, I guess, yeah, our studio here, uh, Dr. <laughs> Marvin Eberts with Aspire Health Clinic here. Thanks for joining us, Marvin. Good oh, morning. thank you guys for the invite. I appreciate being here. Yeah, thanks for having us. So, uh, Marvin, you own your own chiropractic uh, business here in Dickinson, um, and so we wanted to visit with you a little bit this morning about uh, how you incorporate your faith into the work that you do in your business. So, uh, thanks for being with us. Maybe let's just start by telling us a little bit about you and, and your family. And Oh, perfect. Yeah, so I'm originally from the Dickinson area. I went to South Hart, which is about 10 miles west of town, yeah. and uh, been a parishioner in St. Joseph's here growing up, served altar server there, lector, uh, went away to UND, and then that's where I met my wife when we were both going to UND. She's originally from Devil's Lake, Melissa. Um, and when we were kind of at UND, we decided that, okay, this is maybe a little bit more of a serious relationship. So looking at our graduate schools, we decided to kind of go to the same area and keep the relationship blooming. So she went to the dental school at the University of Minnesota, and then I went to chiropractic at the Northwestern Health Science University in Bloomington, so about 35 miles away. And then we decided, uh, got engaged while we were down in the Twin Cities area, and uh, got married after we graduated. And then our careers took us to Botno for a few years, and then uh, brought us back here to Dickinson in 2012. In 2012, I uh, purchased uh, an existing clinic here in town, and then uh, I was a franchisee for a while, for about uh, seven years. And then recently, two years ago, kind of in 2019, we decided to kind of join our ventures together at Aspire Health Clinic, which includes my wife's dental practice as well as my uh, chiropractic practice. And now uh, recently in the last uh, year, we're also opening a gym and fitness center where we have some athletic trainers and some mm-hmm. stuff to incorporate kind of a model where we can uh, transition patients from that acute active pain-based care into more fitness and healthy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, it's a beautiful model. And just as you were talking, I was just struck by like, the holisticness of it, which is Catholics, right. you know, we, we look at, we're a combination of mind, body, and spirit. And that's, you know, we're sitting in the school. That's our mission is we, we educate the whole student, mind, body, and soul. And so just really hearing that as you were speaking of, we lo- we want wellness as, as a whole. And it's about looking at all aspects of ourselves and not compartmentalizing, which is really beautiful. And, you know, that's exactly key to the point that if you're going to treat a person, right, or whether you're going to educate a person or you're going to help somebody, right, you can't just pick out one thing of that thing, of that person. And, and mm-hmm. kind of modern, you know, we, we like to compartmentalize, as you said, mm-hmm. right? Um, but treating holistically, right, the whole person uh, every day with the atmosphere that we have in the clinic and, and the intent that we bring to our care is treating the patient's mind, body, and spirit, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes I, it's often said in the clinic that I didn't know I was going to have a therapy session today. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, apparently that's what you needed today, yeah. you know? Right, yeah. so, so we really try to not only help the people with the ailments that they're coming in with, but also just to see what they're struggling with, right? Um, as you were talking in the last segment, the amount of anxiety and depression mm-hmm. that's out there. Well, that hurts, right? Yeah. So if somebody's having tension headaches and they're, and they're lost and they're anxious and they're depressed, 
well, I'm not going to really help their headache if I don't help counsel them or get them on the right path of receiving the appropriate treatment, Mm -hmm. whether that be from a therapist or a spiritual director or even a pastor, right? Mm -hmm. Something along the way. You have to have that in your back of your mind that that could be playing a role. Yeah. And, and, you know, if if you're open to that, right, and you're open to to being that instrument for God in whatever your uh, vocation is, Mm -hmm. right, he's going to use you and he's going to put those people in front of you. And so in our clinic, it, it's, it's amazing to me how often I, I get to have those fun conversations, right? And I can talk to people about their faith, or I can talk to people about what their struggles are, and then there's this openness to them. There's an honesty there. And, and I think it's that doctor-patient relationship, right? They trust you just inherently because you're their provider. Mm-hmm. But sometimes they'll reveal things to me that maybe they wouldn't even reveal to their significant other, right? Because mm-hmm. it's just a, it's a kind of a confidential um, environment, and I just try to make sure that my patients know that I'm open to having that conversation with them. And then that's their choice, right? That's not anything I'm ever going to force on somebody. Um, but it usually comes to the surface, right? If, if, if that's apparent and it's needed, we're going to take that time because I can't make them healthy without helping them mentally and spiritually as well. Yeah. And, and again, that just that holistic view of the person, you know, so I've moved into a counseling role here, you know, mental health at the school. And so, yeah, definitely increase in, in anxiety and, and things that we're seeing. And as you were, as you were speaking, I was just thinking of like, you know, the humility too, that that has to take to say, well, I can't maybe fix everything that's going on with this person. You know, I might need to bring in or refer them or, or bring in other pieces to them of like, I, I can't, fix their tension headaches if the tension is underlying and not being addressed. You know, we can exactly. do all the adjustments, but it's just going to keep coming back. And what is the underlying issue there to really get them on a path to overall wellness? Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, as you're saying is like, I think, you know, the, what is the, the seven deadly sins, right? Like pride is, pride <laughs> is a big one. And, and then the, and the lively virtue as Bishop Barron would say is humility, mm-hmm. right? So, I think it's easy as providers or in all the education that we go under, you know, go through that we feel we can help everybody, right? Yeah. But we also have to understand that it's not us, right? Mm-hmm. God gave us that intellect. God gave us that energy. God gave us that skill set in order to be able to help people. Yeah. And so when you trust in God to be able to, to help and try to help, and you have that intent, right? Like you want to help people. You're going to use those skills that you've given, but you also have to realize that I'm, I'm, not the, I'm a co-pilot, right? God's the pilot. And so he's going to make those opportunities. He's going to give me the wisdom that I need to help that person in that moment. And then that's freedom for me, right? Mm-hmm. So as a, as a provider and you care and you love for your patients, right, it, it hurts sometimes because you see people suffering and you want to help them and you're doing everything you can, but it's not working, mm-hmm. right? And so then having that cooperative spirit, that humility to even say like, look, what we're doing isn't helping. We need to try something different or we need to put you in front of another set of eyes Mm -hmm. or another person who maybe can help you better than myself. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And that patient's always grateful for that. Even if you're not the one that actually takes care of their pain or their problem or their ailment, but you help direct them on the path that leads to their healing or gets them what they need. They're always going to be thankful to you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you're just joining us, ladies and gentlemen, we're visiting with Dr. Marvin Eberts from Aspire Health in Dickinson, located in Dickinson. And uh, we're talking about his uh, holistic uh, type of, uh, of, uh, of service or care 
uh, is a better word, holistic care that he is able to give uh, his patients. And, you know, I'm, what I heard you say, uh, Dr. Eberts, is, is that, uh, and I think it was a breath of fresh air for me to hear, it was a breath of fresh air for our listening audience to hear, that, uh, you know, you can take the time, you do, Take the time to listen to your uh, patients, to really uh, pinpoint their needs. And the key is, the key word there is you take the time. And that was a breath of fresh air for me to hear, was, and I'm sure the listeners too. So, uh, uh, you know, and it's it, it's got to be quite gratifying to you to be able to enter into that discussion. Is, is that accurate? Yeah, it, it, it really is. And I think anytime we get to do God's work, we find edification. There you go. Right. We're fulfilled. Yeah. And so I am just as fulfilled when I get to have that conversation with a patient that maybe helps them think or just kind of question some, some of the spirituality aspects of their, of their health and healing. And you can kind of see them contemplating. That's just as gratifying to me as when I provide a treatment and they get up off the table and they're like, wow, that pain's gone. You know, well, that that's great. You know, I'm glad you're not hurting anymore, but I'm also just as fulfilled helping people on that spiritual right. And even though I'm not going to be the end result, right? I'm not going to somehow give them that, that mountaintop experience. I'm just the sower of the seeds, right? Mm-hmm. And hopefully I can just make that soil a little more fertile for them and uh, give them that avenue, which will bring them to that mountaintop experience. Yeah, so to be open that, to that, I just appreciate that. When you mentioned earlier of like making sure my patients know like I'm open to that conversation or allowing that to come, you know, as you get to know them and, and build that, you know, trust with them and that rapport of, of allowing those maybe underlying issues to come to the surface of that you care for them mm-hmm. as a person, which is um, people might not maybe key into that right away if they're, if they're not faithful or if they're, you know, don't have a Christian upbringing or Catholic, but that's really what we're about as Catholics of looking at the whole person and, and loving them and where they're at in their entirety. You know, that's what Christ calls us to do. And so that's a really beautiful way that you bring your faith into your work, you know, that it becomes a ministry then. Yeah. And, and even those, those patients or those people in our lives, right. That maybe don't have that faith, right. They're not, they're not attuned to, uh, the theodrama mm-hmm. of life, right? Yeah. Like Bishop Barron would say, like the, how God's working. Um, just being the Christ witness there, right? Being yeah. the good Samaritan, looking them in the eye and truly caring for them and just trying to help them, right? And and doing your best. That is the witness. That might be all the more that you're going to get to do mm-hmm. is just be Christ to them in their lives. And sometimes just that genuine, authentic conversation, right? Putting their needs before my own that can be really striking to somebody who's not really in tune to the spiritual life. Absolutely. Right? Because they don't, we're not getting that. We're not getting that in the secular world, right? Um, everything in our culture and our society is kind of driving us to be more like little selfish islands, mm-hmm. right? Making us feel alone, right? That's why we're having so much desolation and, and depression. Um, so just constantly knowing it's like, okay, well, God, whatever I can be for this person that day, let me be it, right? I give you permission. And I think you have to do that too. And that's something for all of us to contemplate. You really have to like acknowledge the fact that you give God permission to use you as a tool because he's not going to do that if you don't give him permission. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just being open to that will of God in our lives, you know, as you said, and that um, 
that just the way we approach people and that we can bring Christ to them by how we act and how we treat them. Exactly. Yeah, which is mm-hmm. it's a really beautiful thing. So, uh, listeners, uh, thank you for staying with us. We are going to be continue to be joined after the break by Dr. Marvin Eberts of Aspire Health Clinic here in Dickinson, North Dakota, and uh, we'll hear more about how uh, Dr. Eberts incorporates his faith into his work with his with his patients and being a business owner. As we are joined after the break, don't go away. This summer, embark upon a journey with Monsignor Richter, Monsignor Shea, and Father Sattler to deepen your connection with Jesus Christ. As part of the University of Mary's Certificate in Prayer and Spiritual Direction, these courses will equip you to receive a life of grace and build a foundation for leading yourself and others deeper into a relationship with the Triune God. Join us Tuesday and Thursday evenings starting May 10th. Learn more at umary.edu slash prayer. I always tell the, the new seminarians, you know, there's a good reason that we take plenty of time uh, before we step forward for ordination because, you know, you as a, as a young man, you need to discern if this is what God is actually calling you to. And, and the church has to discern as well if it's the right thing for you and for the church. And so we do. We take our time. We take several years, a number of years, really, and, and give, give these guys a, a chance to really grow in their faith and grow in their relationship with God. And and over time, it becomes clear whether, whether in fact, they are called to the priesthood. And we're very blessed by the, the men who do step forward, even if it's just to give it a try and to, to explore that call and see if it is what God is asking of them. And I've, I've again and again heard uh, men say that they're so glad they did that because it really enriched their faith and, and really changed their lives in many, many ways. God has given us many wonderful gifts. Listeners like you are taking over the airwaves and sharing how Real Presence Radio is a gift to them. May 11th through the 13th, we'll be broadcasting some of your favorite hosts, guests, and everyday listeners from all over our great network, hoping to inspire a fruitful spring live drive. Find all the details on our website, including how to give online at realpresenceradio.com slash live dash drive. The Spring Live Drive, May 11th through the 13th on the Real Presence Radio Network. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Thank you for staying with us, listeners. Uh, This is Amanda Ellerkamp with my co-host, Mike Kitarowski. We are live from the... Fisher Commons at Trinity High School in Dickinson, North Dakota, and we continue to be joined by our guest, Dr. Marvin Eberts from Aspire Health Clinic here in Dickinson, and we are visiting uh, with uh, Dr. Eberts about how he incorporates his faith into his practice as a chiropractor and as a business owner. So as you were sharing with us, you and your wife, uh, Melissa, she's a dentist, Uh, you guys have this clinic. Um, So how does you know, just being Catholic impact the way that, you know, even owning a business and you have employees and, you know, how does that, 
uh, impact how you kind of address all those things that might be different than, you know, secular society would? I would say the biggest thing that practicing your faith will bring is a, is a spirit of charity, humility, and empathy more so than if you weren't active in your faith, right? It's so easy to be proud or to be prideful or to be kind of uh, have your own avarice, right? Like your own ambitions, your own desires and want to really do that. And as an owner and a business manager, you're, you're able to do that, right? And I think being Catholic for me helps um, being surrounded by some really good friends, um, spiritual direction to help me keep those good things in check that can become um, vices, right? So it's good. It is good, an inherent good for a business owner to want to be successful, right? It's good for a business owner to want to grow and do things, but it's also at what cost, right? So like if I'm doing that and my family life is suffering, well, then that's no longer such a greater good, Mm-hmm. Right, and it's really easy. And a good friend of mine, Matthew Ellerkamp, a little shout out to him. He's just he's just really wise, and he's been great for me in my spiritual journey. And he pointed something out to me. He said, "Marvin, when the devil can't get you to sin, he's going to keep you busy with good things. Because when you're busy with good things, you don't have your eyes on God. Right? You're you're not focused on your relationship with God. You're not focused on your relationship with your family. Right? You're focused on good things. So it's so easy sometimes, in a clinic setting or in a business setting, to like pour ourselves into it. Right? In an unhealthy way. So the Catholic faith, with with all the sacraments and just the opening to the the openness to the Holy Spirit working with you, really helps me identify my own failings. Right? And helps me properly order my life, my career, my profession. So that way I put first things first. Mm-hmm. And then I also realize that I need to trust in God. Right? And if I didn't have the Catholic faith, right? And I would just pick up scripture alone and I would try to take that book and really try to root some of that out, it would be really hard. Right? But thankfully we have the saints. We have, you know, uh, St. Francis, we have ascetic practices, right? There's these, there's reason why the church has given us all these different things is because it helps us discern. Mm-hmm. It helps us figure out, okay, what is rightly ordered? God, what is your will for my life and how can I incorporate it? Mm-hmm. And so without those things and without the faith, um, I, w- I probably wouldn't be as charitable as I am for sure, you know? Um, just, just even in conversations with people, like we mentioned a little bit earlier about taking the time, right? Cause I'm not getting paid anymore for that time, right? right. Medicare pays me the same, whether right. I take two minutes with that patient or whether I take 30 minutes with that patient. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't matter. Right. So like if I'm focused on the dollar and I'm focused on production and I'm focused on the things that I need to be as a business owner, right. Cause you got to pay the bills. But if that's my driver, right. I'm going to become disordered. So a turning, you know, too earlier we were talking about, you know, it's a turning outward versus a turning inward, which is the opposite of what our society wants to say, you know, so it's not just about me or my business, but that turning outward, which is Christ, you know, our focus on Christ and then his people. And so, um, 
you know, we were talking at the break, too, of a way that you and your wife also have done that of, of turning out to bring others Indeed. in um, is with this with this group, Mike, yes. that you wanted to bring. Yes, I know, uh, Marvin, that uh, you and uh, Melissa are involved with the Dick- Dickinson Catholic Adults. This is new and unique, and it's a, uh, it's a monthly meeting. And can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah, I was asked by um, a good friend of mine, Chris Deslitz, Chris and Kristen. They were asked by Monsignor Tom Richter here at Queen of Peace to kind of come up with a plan of evangelization, right? And and this kind of garage talk or this kind of household setting situation. So my wife and I came into it kind of uh, towards the tail end of that inception. And and so between four host families, the Deslitz, uh, the Carries, and the Mechadex, and then ourselves, we plan these once a month meetings. Uh, the most of the planning actually falls on some of the other uh, families involved. Melissa and I basically are the host. We our major contribution to it is providing the venue. And just uh, Melissa laughs because she's like, it's a great reason to make sure I clean my house really well every month. <laughs> so so we, we just provide that. And then um, as a team, we all work together to have, um, we have some beverages there. So it's a more relaxed setting. We have some food, some hors d'oeuvre kind of things. It's usually after dinner time. Uh, social starts at about 6.30. Speaker usually starts around 7, 7.15. Uh, we've had several clergy speak. We've had some laity speak. Uh, usually the speakers are, are kind of speaking on an engaging topic that really kind of gets you to think about your faith. Um, not so much about who they are, but more about their faith journey. Um, when it's the clergy speaking, it's usually about some sort of a virtue or something like that mm-hmm. the, that kind of builds. And so oh, in the course of the next year, we really are going to try to get these talks to build on, on the effectiveness of the last one. Each one will be independent, but there will be a common theme. Mm-hmm. And we're even going to look at maybe rebranding it. We're tossing around some name ideas. So you may hear... Uh, for the listeners out there, here a new name coming up. But essentially, it's going to be the same thing. Second Friday of the month, 6.30, social at the Ebert's house. Mm-hmm. It's at 618 Palm Beach Road. All are welcome. Okay. All right. uh, this is a great venue for people who are maybe looking to experience more community, maybe don't know what to do in their faith life, or just kind of like, well, I was baptized Catholic, and I kind of go to church every now and then, and I don't. this is a great spot for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, You have some people here that are really active in their faith. You have people that love the Lord and are just excited to talk about Jesus. They're there. You have people that are just coming to have a beer, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. just want to hang out mm-hmm. and, you know, maybe do something other than the secular world. So, yeah. Yeah. And just that I love anything that, you know, brings fellowship together of bringing people together um, because it is so important when you are trying to learn more about your faith or live out your faith. So to be able to have that fellowship in that setting is really, really a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Well, uh, Marvin, uh, stay with us here. We'll have a, maybe a minute after uh, we send it back to the uh, studios in Fargo, North Dakota, and to Eli. Eli, you're going to preview our next show tomorrow morning. Hey, thanks, Mike. We've got another great show coming up tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, here on the Real Presence Radio Network. That's hosted by Heather Carroll and Teresa Curley, coming to you live from the Mustard Seed Catholic Store in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Deacon Pat Darrington will tell us how the Christ Life series has changed his parish. Plus, Luke Lindgren will share how it impacted his life and relationship with God. And Father Brian Christensen will share some groundbreaking news from the Cathedral of Our Lady of Perpetual Help in Rapid City, South Dakota. You won't want to miss that. It's all coming up tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, 
here on the Real Presence Radio Network. And, of course, if you missed anything from this show or any of the previous shows, you can find that on our website, realpresenceradio.com. Just look for podcasts, uh, also on the free Real Presence Radio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. Right back to you. Yes, Eli, thank you very much for all the, all the uh, direction you give to make this uh, show go on the air. We just show up, plug it in, and you tell me what the buttons to push. So thank you very much, Eli, for your continued direction. Uh, we're back with uh, Dr. Marvin Eberts uh, here. Uh, one more for about a minute here, Marvin. Any last thoughts uh, you want to share with our listening audience? Well, one, I just want to ask the listening audience to continue to pray uh, pray for pray for the Catholic faith. Pray for our communities. Pray for our clergy. Um, there is some really good workings going on mm-hmm. in the Bismarck Diocese. We are so blessed. And I want to just take a moment to thank all those prayer warriors out there, right? That they just pick up the rosary every day, and sometimes they don't even know what their intention is, but they pray it anyways. Well, God's using those prayers, right? Mm -hmm. No prayer is wasted. So if you feel like, well, that's all great. I can't come to that event, or I can't do that, or I can't be that person in the work. I'm not able to do that where I work. Well, no one can stop you from praying, Mm -hmm. right? So Mm -hmm. offer those little sacrifices up, right? Mm-hmm. offer those prayers up um, and just be Jesus to people. And you know what? God's going to continue to bless us with the grace to do great things in this diocese. Well said, uh, uh, Dr. Eberts. Thank you again for carving out some time to come up to the studio here in uh, at Trinity High School. Well, Melissa, we had quite a show. We had uh, Father Dale uh, Tupper from the Diocese of Bismarck, and we had our Diocese of Winona, Rochester. Mm-hmm. We had Paxton Steckler and Samantha Nelson. want to thank those ladies for coming on this morning. Thank uh, Neil Albania from the Diocese of Bismarck. And uh, also to uh, Dr. Marvin Eberts, who uh, was our cleanup hitter that uh, brought us to the end of our show. And uh, Melissa, uh, or excuse me, uh, Amanda, <laughs> I got to figure out who I'm talking to. Amanda, so Amanda, thank you very much for uh, your uh, gift of time and talent this morning, being our co-host. Thank yeah, you very absolutely. much. Absolutely, thanks, thanks for having me. It's always Isn't she a great, pl- Mike? Always, oh, she's, oh, she carries a, the show, man. Always, always a pleasure. <laughs> So, yeah, stay with us, listeners. Uh, This wraps up our live show, but more great programming on Real Presence Radio. Thanks for being with us this morning. God bless you, everyone. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast anytime of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.